guest today is Becky Chambers. Now, Becky has spent over 30 years learning all about energy treatment systems, and she discovered an exciting synergy between whole body vibration and homeopathy. Now, Becky is a natural health practitioner who specializes in body, mind, and spirit therapies. And uh, she has discovered that whole body therapy, um, whole body vibration actually provides uh, a wonderful energy benefits. And I'm going to let her talk about it herself. So welcome, Becky. Hi, Miriam. It's great to be here. Well, it's great to be able to hear you and to have you hear me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had a little few nerve-wracking moments. Yes, a few (laughs) nerve-wracking moments there at the beginning. (laughs) So... Here we are, hail, hail, the gang's all here. And Becky is the author of a new book called Homeopathy Plus Whole Body Vibration, Combining Two Energy Medicines to Ignite Healing. Actually, it, it, it does ignite healing. So, Becky, I want you to tell us first about what, uh, what is the primary modality that you're using here? Is it the vibration or the homeopathy? Um, you know, it's, I couldn't say one is more primary than the other. They are both phenomenal and really, really important. It's just together, they work even more powerfully. They're very synergistic, but both are incredible. Both are incredible. Well, homeopathy is a very subtle form of energy. Um, tell us about homeopathy first. I, I think probably most of our listeners uh, certainly have heard of homeopathy, but how does it work energetically? Okay, so homeopathy is using a substance, using um, a, a formulation, uh, a, a form of a substance. It's very carefully prepared. You start with a natural substance and then you carefully prepare it so that actually you're only getting the energy. You end up with just the energy of that original substance, the electromagnetic energy waves. And you match it to the person and the energy disturbance that they are in. Um, And when those energy waves that are resonating come together, there is actually a big effect in the physical world. And it can have huge effects on your physical health, as well as your brain, your psychology, and your emotion. So uh, a lot of people, the reason it's called homeopathy is homo plus um, apathy. It's same disease. So Mm -hmm. you're looking for a substance that would cause the same symptoms the person's experiencing if it was taken in um, a concentrated, normal, like a like an undiluted form. So that's why it's called homeopathy. And then those resonating energy waves can help release that energy and let your body heal itself from those symptoms. It's kind of like when a singer hits a note and a, and a glass shatters. That's energy wave resonance, the having a big effect in the physical world. So you might call it su- uh, subtle because sort of the kind of homeopathy that a lot of people are used to 
is low potency homeopathy that you buy in whole food stores or natural health food stores, and they're very gentle. But at higher potencies, it can be just very dramatic. And even the low potencies, you get the right resonating um, remedy, homeopathic remedy, and gosh, you know, your your symptoms that have been driving you crazy suddenly go away. It's It's awesome. It's like flicking a light switch. That's electromagnetic energy changing things. And homeopathy is just as about, it's just a form of electromagnetic energy work, and it has profound effects on the world. Well, you uh, had in your book something that I hadn't really focused on. Uh, you talked about the difference between allopathic medicine and homeopathic medicine. So allopathic, the allo means different, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's using um, a different remedy to treat the symptom, to make the symptom go away. <clears throat> Whereas in homeopathic uh, medicine, you use the same remedy that you've just explained, the, a, a remedy that reproduces the symptoms. And so <clears throat> by, by uh, zapping them with the same remedy, I, I think your analogy of the glass shattering you know, is is um, a, a good one because it kind of shatters those symptoms in your body. Now, the um, counterintuitive part of this is that the way that you make a homeopathic remedy more powerful is to make it more dilute. So how does that work? Yeah, that's so interesting, isn't it? It's, um, well, because it's the process of how these remedies that are made that creates, that helps transfer the energy into the water that you're diluting it into, right? Mm -hmm. And so every time you, it, and it's a process of diluting and shaking. So the shaking is really a really critical step. You dilute it and then you shake the remedy, you shake that water with a little bit of the original substance in there, and it transfers energy into the water. There's been some really cutting-edge scientific research by Nobel Prize-winning scientists, actually. It's really impressive, showing uh, that this is actually what's happening. And so the reason th that it gets stronger is you keep doing that process over and over, and it's really the shaking part of it that's transferring the energy and you're you're increasing the number of times you're shaking it so you end up with a stronger and stronger energy wave buildup uh you know mm -hmm. more and more intense. within the remedy yeah so yeah. this is kind of intriguing because you're talking about shaking the remedy uh many hundreds or hundreds of thousands of times while you had the idea to use whole body vibration where you're shaking the whole body. So what gave you the idea to combine the two? Okay, well, actually, uh, it, I did not originally come up with this idea. It's a doctor that I was working with for many years, a medical doctor who did all natural health and was very into energy. Dr. Keith Diorio, and I worked with him for about 20 years because I was so ill. And he's the one who originally turned me on to uh, whole body vibration. We'd already been doing homeopathy for 10 years before that. So then we ended up doing both. And he was doing that with his other patients as well. 
And we, um, you know, he was really the one who started seeing that this is causing people's energy to change much more rapidly. It's sort of like a energy detox, the vibration, as well as a chemical detox. It's pretty well understood that whole body vibration is a chemical detox, even heavy metals. But brilliant to understand that it's an energy detox and that whole theory of um, the onion layer theory of how our energy is stored and that we store health problems, energy traumas, like an onion layer. And you, you sort of go through the let go of the topmost layer and then you go to the next one and the next one and the next one as you're getting better. And that whole process happens faster when you're doing whole body vibration. So explain uh, to our listeners how you, you actually experience this. It's a machine or machine. Oh, you mean the vibration? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the vibration, yes, is a machine. And you stand on a, a plate that is mechanically moving in space. It's a mechanical vibration, not an electromagnetic vibration. But what's really cool is when people stand on that vibrating plate, they their body turns that mechanical vibration into the exact electromagnetic energy they need to balance their energy meridians, get their chakras spinning and do this detoxing process. Because, uh, and the reason that can happen is because we're like crystals. We're these highly organized molecular structures, just like liquid crystals. And any physicist and engineer can tell you that all crystals have a property called piezoelectricity, which is the ability to turn mechanical vibration into electromagnetic energy. So you, your body, I just think it's so cool that your body does this for you, making this vibrating plate the perfect energetic treatment for you. Your, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And you don't have to do anything. You just stand there and it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is the coolest thing, that you can just uh, passively stand on this vibrating plate and it does all kinds of wonderful detox and energetic things to your body. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it does. It, has, it was originally developed actually as exercise equipment 40 years ago for Olympic athletes because on a big, powerful machine, there, it, it, it's 10 minutes gives you the benefits of an hour of conventional weight training, as hard as that is to believe. So whole body vibration has tons and tons of benefits and it can be used in many different ways. Uh, as a workout on a powerful machine, there's that 10 minutes equals an hour. And that's based on that. That's talking about, you know, weight loss, building muscle strength, flexibility, balance, coordination, and bone density increasing. Wow. wow. Yeah. And then, I mean, this is why I can't choose between the two. (laughs) How can I choose? That's like, (laughs) so, um, and then it's raising, they've shown that whole body vibration raises hormone levels, like growth hormone. Oh, Becky, we'll go back to that because I hear the break music. Feed your soul with waves of consciousness on Ohm Times Radio. Speaking with Becky Chambers, author of Homeopathy Plus Whole Body Vibration. Becky, uh, before we go any further, can you tell us what your website is? Oh, sure. It's uh, 
BC for Becky Chambers. So bcvibranthealth.com. Now, you have been advocating this whole body uh, vibration. Uh, tell us, are there, uh, it, it used to be very expensive to buy these machines. Are there reasonably priced machines that you can get? Oh, absolutely. They're actually all over Amazon at this point, as well as on my website. I have some uh, options. I, however, you know, I mean, they're on Amazon, but. I actually don't recommend most of the ones that are on there because I've been doing this for 15 years now and it is very important to use the right kind of vibration and it's almost like the wild west out there there's everybody it's it's kind of new technology that um is not you know I'm very very experienced and I also well, how do you know what the vi- right vibration is? Well, I recommend you go to my website and check it out, but I will say briefly that I recommend single motor vertical vibration as the best type. It's very important to use a single motor machine because that provides a very synchronized message into your nervous system. You don't want a desynchronized message, which can happen from, will happen from a double motor machine. And then There's oscillation vibration versus vertical vibration. And the best kind from my experience has been, is the vertical vibration. It's a a more coherent message for your your body. It's not as sort of um, jarring and for your structural elements and confusing a message for your system. So uh, vibration is fantastic, but it is very, very powerful effect on your body. And you want to use the, the best type. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that, that really makes sense because what we're talking about is realigning or, or affecting the energy of your body. And so you want it to be as coherent, as, as orderly as possible. You don't want to scramble it even further, do you? Exactly. Yeah. That and your nervous system. I mean... Do we need to scramble our nervous system? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Thank you. Life is doing that very effectively. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> so um, does it matter how fast? Because I've seen these these machines and some, you know, they all have different speeds. Uh, is faster better than slower? Um, if you're talking about vertical vibration, eventually building up too fast is great. But I always recommend that people start very at the lowest speed and with just a little bit of time and see how they're reacting to it and gradually build up because it is, again, very powerful and different people can tolerate it different amounts mm-hmm. based on sort of how healthy are you and, you know, um, what's your, your health status, your age, things like this. Uh, so... You want to start with a little bit. Like, I honestly, I usually, I get incredibly good, great results starting people with the gentlest machine I have for one minute once a week. Honestly, okay, that sounds ridiculous, but I run classes where, many classes, where I get a bunch of people, often they have some health issues, so they need things a little bit more gentle than like an Olympic athlete, which is how it was originally developed. Those are, that's a different category. But most of us are not Olympic athletes or even, you know, 
<laughs> really, we're not all young and healthy and athletic at this point. Mm-hmm. So your average person, you start with just like a minute on a gentle machine, perhaps, or maybe on a more, more powerful machine if you're, if you're fairly strong. And you see how you respond, but you go slowly and many things, many health issues will suddenly get better because it is helping your energy, helping your brain, balancing hormone levels, increasing serotonin in your brain so you're happy and getting, just ramping up your metabolism and your energy and getting your brain working. It's a very powerful stimulation of your entire system. Gets your lymph moving, your cells moving, uh, giving more, increases your circulation. So that's bringing nutrients Mm -hmm. to all your cells and removing waste products. All these things that will help your body take care of itself. And your body has an incredible ability to heal itself, given sort of, you know, the right conditions and help and stimulation. So it's, it's just tapping into natural functions that you already have and giving them a, a, a boost. So as a therapist, when would you decide to use the combination of homeopathy and vibration? Um, you know, homeopathy can help virtually everybody. We all carry, I, I recommend it for virtually everybody. It doesn't mean you have to do it. Lots of people will do very well just doing vibration. But homeopathy, uh, you know, we all carry trauma. Negative energy in your body is really usually from stored from some kind of trauma in your past or possibly even in your, your generations before. It can be transmitted through your DNA. Um, and you, whether that trauma is physical, emotional, psychological, sexual, whatever, you store that, that trauma in your brain, your subconscious and or your conscious and or your conscious and in your physical cells. So changing your energy and then, you know, you carry that with you wherever you go. Like say you had some difficult things in your childhood, which who among us doesn't? Most of us do. Um, Your body remembers that and your brain, your subconscious remembers that and it affects your physical health. So letting go of that, which is what energy medicine does, makes your body stronger and helps your body heal itself and no. change, shift direction so that it doesn't always end up having this problem. Obviously, one of the advantages of homeopathic medicine is that it does not have negative side effects because the amount of the substance is so dilute, so uh, unlike uh, many drugs. So why do you think it fell out of favor? Because oh, it, used to be, it used yeah. to be the predominant form of medicine. Yeah, that's right. It was once really, really big about 100 years ago, even in this country where now people don't really know what it is, but it was huge 100 years ago here. And, uh, you know, the short answer is money. That's Money is a very, very powerful force. And Western allopathic medicine, what is the dominant form now, is extraordinarily lucrative. They make the pharmaceutical medical industry is making as much money as the oil industry. <laughs> that's, that's an incredibly powerful force. And it sort of really got going in the, uh, when they discovered, they created, um, you know, like painkillers and antibiotics and x-rays and these systems, which 
can be broadly applied. You can give a painkiller to almost anybody in a problem who's having trouble and they get, and they feel better. So it takes five minutes and it helps people dramatically. And that gave them, it became, so allopathic medicine became extremely popular and very lucrative and they didn't want competition and they crushed the competition, which was like homeopathy and natural methods of all sorts. But homeopathy takes longer to be effective, doesn't it? Not necessarily. No, I, it's, it's incredible. I have a friend who, um, she had a son with asthma. He'd been in the hospital for a couple of hours, for, I don't know, not even a couple of days. They brought him home. He was still blue in the face and not feeling well because they hadn't really been able to fix him. When she finally got a homeopathic remedy that her homeopath had sent her, she put the, she's been lying on the couch for a couple of hours, she said, blue, like not doing well at all. She put the homeopathic remedy in his mouth. He sat up, his color turned normal, started talking to her. It was unbelievable. And I've seen this kind of thing many times where immediate reactions, it's, we have no idea how powerful energy is. And, you know, it's really, you don't see it as a, as a force, like, you know, it, 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 but, but it's like a light switch, right? When the mm-hmm. light goes on, it's, it's magical. If you don't know what energy is and when you listen to the radio or you listen to me and you on the phone, on the, on the TV or however this is going, that's all electromagnetic energy effects. And it's magic. If you don't understand it, homeopathy is kind of like that. And it can be very quick, very, I, I think it's vastly more powerful than other methods, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean that I wouldn't, um, if you got an emergency situation, you should go to the, you know, Western medicine emergency. Sure. Yeah, that's great for that. And don't, uh, homeopathy, that's not the right time for that. But when you're trying to fix chronic health problems and sometimes acute situations, but not the emergency ones where you might die if you didn't mm-hmm. get better immediately, homeopathy and natural methods are just the way to go. Chronic health problems, by definition, are uh, ongoing and non-acute. And so what you're suggesting is that they have their origin in something um, trapped in your energy field? Yeah, that's, yes, there is pretty much always going to be an energy component. Mm -hmm. Even if, you know, the problem... Uh, you know, like chemical sensitivity, maybe your is physical to begin with, sort of. It's going to affect your energy and mess your energy up. To get better, you're going to both need to change that physical element. Like I'm, I don't know, you know, if there's mold in your house or something, you want to fix the mold, get mm-hmm. rid of that. But energy medicine would also be a good thing to do at that point. So it's like... Um it is kickstarting your immune system. It's giving your immune system a new message. Interestingly enough, the latest uh, approaches to cancer treatment are finally coming around to focusing on reigniting the immune system. Yeah, uh, the, and I've I've heard that the latest approaches in cancer treatments are using nano doses of of substances, which actually is what homeopathy is. (laughs) So many things in, in the alternative world are finally achieving their, um, 
their rightful place. Yeah, yeah, it's it's about time, huh? <laughs> yeah, nutrition-wise and so on, people are finally waking up to the fact that maybe sugar is not good for you. Yeah, uh, yeah it's wonderful. Well, we're we're just about to come to a break, and we're speaking with Becky Chambers about homeopathy plus whole body vibration. Becky, is your book available on your website as well? Both books are on my website and on Amazon. Okay, that's bcvibranthealth.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Becky, we were talking about homeopathy with chronic conditions. Does homeopathy affect um, emotional conditions? Oh, absolutely. That's, uh, that's a big part of how it's, it's all interconnected. You know, there's uh, our emotional state is affecting our physical state. And certainly any kind of negative emotions are, they create stress on your body. They, um, and energetically, they actually can be associated with all kinds of different physical problems. Mm -hmm. So it's the most, that's one of the big reasons I love homeopathy. You know, I had major depression for 30 years growing up and then, for the next 20 years, it was uh, brutal, very severe for 10 years in there. And so I'm very familiar with those negative emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And it developed, I developed a lot of psychological, very screwy thinking, you know, super insecure and uh, lack of self-confidence. I have completely changed that using homeopathy. I'm just now really, I was barely functional. I mean, I had almost no friends. I never dated. I barely made it through school. I was smart, but you know, I just wasn't really focused and interested. I wasn't creative. I almost dropped out because you had to write a paper and I couldn't write to save my life. Now I've written books, numerous books, several books. That's amazing. But how did they come up with the right remedy for you? Oh, it's not just one, but it's, I mean, I've taken quite a lot. (laughs) Uh, and I do it now for myself as well as for other people. It's a matter of, well, I'm now very intuitive because the more you clear your energy, the more you're able to connect with a higher source mm-hmm. and feel energy waves from other people and yourself and the universe. So that's extremely helpful is to be able to be intuitive and aware of energy But there's also my knowledge from studying it for years, for many years now. And there is a a vast storehouse of knowledge from generations and many, many homeopaths who have determined through sort of almost like trial and error, what they call it provings, where they figure you take a substance and you watch and see what uh, symptoms come from that energy. So there's huge, there's these thousands of pages long textbooks that listing all the symptoms associated with every different homeopathic remedy. And there'd be all kinds of like mental, emotional, physical states, behaviors. And then you can change all of that by using these homeopathics. Now, do these remedies come from a single source, a single plant or mineral? Well, each individual remedy, yes, comes from an individual source. Then there are um, 
there are remedy, there are homeopathics you can buy that are combination remedies where they've combined a bunch of different remedies at sort of a low potency. Mm-hmm. That way it's kind of like a scattershot, you know, shotgun approach. Uh, one of these is sure to work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen something called Bach Rescue Remedy. That seems to be a good catch-all. Yeah, that, that's a little bit different. Those are flower, Bach flower remedies, and it is definitely an energy remedy. Um, that's a particularly great one for sort of emotional stress. And uh, it is effective for a lot of people, yeah. So how are flower remedies different from homeopathic remedies? Um, I'm not 100% sure. I don't use the Bach flower remedies that much. I do more classical homeopathy, which um, I think Bach flower remedies are basically homeopathic remedies. But I classical homeopathy is going a little bit deeper into the emotional state and the specific emotional states of different people based on their history and and who they specifically are. Yes, but it's matching a particular substance to a particular state. So um, where do the substances come from? In homeopathy, they're they're natural substances. They're like all kinds of different plants. herbs, minerals, mm-hmm. uh, animal substances. You can even make them from uh, chemicals. Like they make homeopathic remedies from some of the treatment medical drugs that they use to treat cancer in order to help people with the side effects of those drugs. Really? Yeah, wow. to mitigate those side effects. So they're still being created all the time. Oh, yeah. That's a, a lot of homeopaths are really excited about that. It's a big field, actually. They're, they're doing it all the time. There's in, huge numbers of homeopathy, homeopathic remedies. It's exciting. Like, they make them from, there's one, you know, they make them from everything. There's uh, dolphin milk homeopathic remedies. There's the one that you can... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. What do you <laughs> use dolphin milk for? <laughs> I'm not sure. I haven't taken that one. I took uh, a dog mother milk. Um, and that is the most incredible remedy for... I love this remedy. It's so exciting. It's so cool because it helps with nurturing. And a person who really needs care and love, tender loving care and nurturing, which a dog mother would give to her puppies, right? And so it's, if you're it, acting like a bitch, take dog mother remedy. <laughs> No, if you're a puppy, if you're acting like a puppy who's hurting and needs help. (laughs) Okay. So what are some of the other more esoteric remedies you've come across? Well, you can can get a remedy and make one from uh, somehow moonlight, the the light from the moon. And it's supposed to be good for um, ingrown toenails, among other things. I took one. I took one that was from the magnetic South Pole, and it was fantastic for, it's great. I had developed, with all those uh, depression problems I had, then I developed an eating disorder. I was pretty wildly bulimic for 10 years, and then tapering off for another 10 years. I mean, it was bad. It was really, really bad. So how I got to weigh almost 200, well, more than, about 200 pounds, and I would have been God knows what if I wasn't also bulimic, but... Uh, so now I'm not at all bulimic. I have no eating issues at all. And I'm, I'm a very happy 120 pounds, which is great. <laughs> um, 
that was one of the remedies I took. It's associated with bulimia for who knows why, but it is. So it's really trial and error that somebody comes across something. It was when they were figuring it out. It's not once, you know, once it's been proved, what they call proving Uh is when doing that figuring out thing. And then it is known and recorded what different energies are associated with. And the idea is to match them up. So you can use these reference texts to help you if you are also able to feel and resonate to the person's energy and use intuition. That's a huge boost. Very, very helpful for mm-hmm. figuring this out. Type of shortcut. Yeah. So getting back to the combination of homeopathy and the vibration, mm-hmm. um, what have you found uh, certain remedies to be more effective with vibration than others, or is it across the board? Oh, no, not at all. Uh, is it, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's, um, see, because the vibration, it, you need the remedy that you need. Mm-hmm. And it's just the vibration is going to help you go through your energy layers more rapidly so that you can create lifetimes worth of change in a very short period. Like, so does the vibration make the homeopathic remedy work faster? It makes your body work faster. So the homeopathic, it's pretty much the same. It's letting go of that negative energy, blasting it into outer space. And then whatever is buried deep within you starts to come to the surface. And that's a natural process, but it'll happen faster when you're doing vibration. And then it'll come to the surface and you'll start expressing more a new sort of different physical symptoms that are associated with that energy from another trauma type thing. And you'll need a new homeopathic remedy to let go of that. And all the time your energy is getting higher and higher vibration and you're becoming more and more uh, able to be who you really are meant to be, full of of beauty and light and love and joy and and more functional in the world because that, that works way better than being negative. I can imagine, however, that somebody might freak out if they think that they're healing themselves and then some other symptoms come up to the surface. The whole process can be pretty unnerving, (laughs) to be honest with you, because we're not used to things like this. You know, um, your symptoms suddenly go away. Well, that's exciting and wonderful. But while there are no side effects with what, what are really called side effects with homeopathy, it is true that at higher potencies you can temporarily sort of feel worse before you feel better. That's called an aggravation. And it's um, because the, it's so powerful. And, and it's um, so some, and this is why I recommend go ahead and use low potency remedies that you can buy at like retail stores and play around with it yourself. You can buy reference books and simple ones to help you. If you this is if you don't know what homeopathy is or you want to try it on your own. That's mm-hmm. safe. But trying the higher potency remedies, which are more powerful, you need to do that with a professional homeopath who's highly trained and experienced because it is a very, very powerful system. Right. Um, it, it sounds like the, the vibration would be good for uh, anybody. Well, vibration is also very powerful. And so you, I recommend start slow, build up. There's also a list of contraindications on my website. Mm-hmm. Certain conditions you don't want to do homeopathy, uh, whole body vibration with. 
it's contraindicated, such uh-huh. as uh, migraines, epilepsy, vertigo, uh, you know, severe heart disease, because, it, it, yeah, you just want to be careful with it. Check the contraindications on my website. Well, and that website is again, Becky? BC, for Becky Chambers, bcvibranthealth.com. Well, my goodness, this is such an interesting new world. I absolutely have to track down Dolphin's Mill homeopathy. <laughs> it it totally intrigues me. Yeah, I know what you mean. And not to mention Dog Mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, Becky, thank you so much for being with us today. This has been fascinating. And uh, Becky's book is called Homeopathy Plus Whole Body Vibration. And her website is bcvibranthealth.com. Thank you, Becky. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me here. And please stay with us because we're going to be back with our final guest, Jimmy Twyman. For over 20 years, Jimmy has been traveling the world. He's known as the Peace Troubadour, and he is the author of 15 books and has produced over 18 record albums, and directed six films. He is a multimedia peace guru. And I'm so delighted that he could be with us because he is absolutely uh, struggling through a nasty cold. So welcome. (laughs) Thank you, Miriam. In spite of the cold, I'm glad to be here. I'm so glad to have you because you have an exciting new project that you've been working on all over the world again. Tell us about it. Well, it is new in some ways and very old in others. It's really, I think, just continuing what I've been doing for over 20 years, which it really started when people began calling me the Peace Troubadour. After I took the 12 prayers of peace from the 12 major religions of the world, and I, in one hour, had an experience where I put them all to music, and began traveling around the world, often to countries that were experiencing great violence or war. The first time was in Bosnia and Croatia back in 1995. And that adventure uh, became my first book, Emissary of Light, and then many, many more since then. And the last being about two or three months ago, I guess three months ago now, when I was in uh, Syria, I, I really felt strongly that given the violence and the terrible situation and the feeling of helplessness that most of us have, that it was important for me to go to Syria, not only just to be there to do a concert, but to invite millions of people from around the world to focus their prayers of peace at the same moment on that situation. Mm -hmm. Because what we found through so many of these synchronized world meditations is that this is a powerful, very powerful energy force. And when we come together, we focus our positive intention Mm -hmm. on a situation. The situation almost inevitably changes. So I'm excited because not only am I going to be doing that occasionally, but the goal is to have one of these synchronized meditations once a month, which means that every month I'll be going to a country like Syria, that has been experiencing conflict or war, um, to, to really give people the opportunity on a consistent basis to be part of this peace prayer pulse. 
and to have millions of people around the world every month joining together to manifest what I believe to be the most powerful force in the whole universe. The power of prayer. <coughs> or, or, or whatever you want to call whatever it. Whatever you want to call it. Exactly. That's the beautiful thing about it is, you know, some people get triggered by the word prayer. Um, for me, it's communication. It's an opening, and it's about being having that open communication with that creative force that some of us call God. But it doesn't matter what you call it. You can call it synchronized meditation or mass prayer. The, the point is, is that we come together and we focus our positive, prayerful intention. And when we do that, miracles happen. Tell us about that trip to Syria, because you're so right. We do feel so powerless in the face of all of the horrors that we hear about. And, and, and we see that horror being exported. Do you, um, how was it received there? Well, you know, there are a couple of different answers I can give. The first is how it was received before I went. And it was really, really interesting, Miriam, because that particular journey received a great deal of attention. Mm -hmm. uh, there were articles and interviews on almost all of the major news media. Uh, even um, Bill, uh, Bill Maher called me the, the, the idiot hippie folk singer from Portland. <laughs> <laughs> and the only part of that that I, was, uh, that I didn't like is being called a folk singer. <laughs> but what happened was because there was so much attention, so much energy, and such a bright light that was shining because of it, it also attracted a great shadow, which is what we often see. It's very strange that something so positive could be, in the case of a very small group of people, be perceived so negatively. So I was receiving death threats, very, very critical comments on Facebook. Um, but the vast majority of them were people like yourself who felt the positivity and the mm -hmm. opportunity of this. And when I got there, uh, that really continued. What we ended up doing was um, we met in Jerusalem. And from there, um, there's an organization there called uh, the, the, the Abrahamic Reunion. And they gathered together um, priests and ministers as well as rabbis and imams. And we all went together. So it was a, a true showing of Abrahamic Union uh, coming together and we, we went to a hill just overlooking, like literally right above a village that was held by ISIS. In fact, right before we got there, there was a battle raging between them and the, the Assad forces. And it was amazing because right before we got there, the, the fighting stopped. And we had some songs and some things right before the world meditation would begin. And when the meditation did actually begin, we asked for everyone to hold still and to be silent for 15 minutes while millions of people around the world focused their prayers. And you could so feel. It was amazing, Miriam. You could really feel the energy. And every time I've done this, it's been the same thing. You really feel it. And then the most interesting thing was right when it came time to end the meditation. I was getting ready to begin an ohm, but before I could make the sound, a, a whole pack of wolves that were beneath us maybe 200 feet, so close, began to howl for exactly one minute, and then wow. it was over. So for me, it was a sign that 
we were joined and it, and it, it did have an, a powerful impact. So there are always so many miracles that happen. But for me, the opportunity to do this once a month, um, it, it may sound crazy. It's an enormous commitment, but we need crazy people today <laughs> who are willing to go out there and to really do the work that inspires us to play our part. So how can people find out more about it and join in? Well, the best thing would be to go to um, the website, which um, there are two addresses. You can just go to jamestwyman.com or worldpeacepulse.com, and you can register there. That'll put you on the, the prayer partner list, and that way when we get ready, the first um, big vigil, by the way, uh, we're going to start this in August. I will be in Hiroshima because August 6th is the anniversary of the bomb dropping there. And so we're going to begin, <clears throat> we're going to begin our, um, our monthly program with a, a focused vigil on nuclear disarmament. And so we'll be in Hiroshima, then the next month somewhere else. And I know, the other, th the, the other one that I know for sure is that in November, about four days before the U.S. presidential election, guess what we'll be meditating on that day? A <laughs> <laughs> positive outcome. Positive outcome. Uh, w yeah. Where will it be? In Washington? Um, no, I will be actually in Phoenix. There's a, a, a pretty major conference that's going on there. So, but people will be all over the world. I'm mm -hmm. sure many will be in Washington as well. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sure. What, what's the conference in Phoenix? It's the Celebrate Your Life conference. Oh, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. you're, you're going to be, uh, are you going to the contact in the desert thing? No. I, oh. I don't. I don't know about that one. Okay, I'll tell you later. <laughs> Offline. So, um, <clears throat> what can you leave us with of an inspiring and uplifting and hopeful nature, Jimmy? Because we so need some hope at this we time. Sure well, you know, Miriam, we, we look out at the world today, and there is a lot that we could dis be discouraged about. Just the way that people are treating one another, the division, the polarization. But we could also look out at the world today and see a very different story. And that is a very, very positive one. You know, more positive perhaps than any other time in human history. And it's interesting that both seem to be happening at the same time. Kind of like that Charles Dickens book, It Was the Best of Times, It Was the Worst, <laughs> yeah, the worst of, times. of Times. But I think that's how it happens. I think that in a moment like this, they both have to come up before our eyes so we can make a choice. And the purpose of these worldwide meditations is to give people the opportunity to say, yes, I'm in, and I'm part of this, and to make a commitment, even if it's for 15 minutes a month, saying that they'll join millions of other people in focusing their prayers of peace on a given situation. So to me, it's a very inspiring time, even though it seems a bit uh, dark, I think the you know it is always darkest right before the sun comes out, and I think that's what we're about to experience. Well, as they say, from your lips to God's ear. There you go. And one of the things that we have been repeating on every show is about the power of intention. So if you join your intention with that of millions of people around the world, led by by Jimmy on, on his website, worldpeacepulse.com, maybe we will make a difference. Yeah. So 
Jimmy, thank you so much, and and be well. Thank you. It's just a cold. I'll be over it soon. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Bless you, Miriam. Thank you so much for having me on the program. Oh, thank you for doing what you're doing, James. James Twyman, World Peace Pulse. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you for joining us, and please join us next week with another wonderful guest from the new consciousness. In the meantime, visit our website, ncreview.com. I'm Miriam Knight for New Consciousness Review and Rising Stars. Thank you for listening. You well. Goodbye. <laughs>